Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Oh, man. I, um... I don't know if you saw all the things I was posting on the Facebook page last night, but uh, I posted a, um, <laughs> it's a it's a meme of uh, Jamie shoving Bran out of the uh, out of the tower in the pilot episode of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and it's like me hitting my snooze alarm, right? And then it mm-hmm. like the next panel, it's like the second to the or like one of the last episodes where he sees him again for the first time. And it says, uh, me waking up two hours late for work. And then my alarm looking at me. <laughs> so I, That was almost me today. <laughs> yeah. I posted that on our Facebook page. And I was like, this is going to be all of us tomorrow. So. Yeah. I still woke up at 10 today. I, I didn't stay up in, I, I knew just looking at the numbers and, you know, judging everything that we weren't going to know yesterday or even today necessarily who won so i was like all right fuck it i'll go to bed at like 1 30 but um so yeah uh oh and of, also of course we uh once again have Ladonna joining us uh you know came on last week for the preview and then is coming on today to talk about the results quote unquote uh of which we have some but not uh all so Ladonna, welcome back Hello, hello. I am very confused because my riot gear has not arrived yet. I mean, are we going alphabetically or how's this going to work? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, the war. I was saying, I, you know, if it actually did go down to 269, 269, which it doesn't look like it's going to right now, I was like, I, yeah, I definitely need to get like one to 20 guns because <laughs> this, this is not going to be, <laughs> this is not going to fuck it. Like, so, okay. So, you know, we were talking last week about how, and I think to, to varying degrees, we all uh, knew that the polls were bullshit and that they were overestimating Biden's uh, support in a lot of states. Um, I think, you know, me and Comrade both predicted a narrow Trump win, and I think you had predicted kind of a narrower, a, a somewhat narrow Biden victory, if I remember correctly, right? I mean, I was I was thinking landslide, but the way that my map was, it really wasn't. Um, so yeah, we can talk about state by state. But. Yeah, yeah, it would, which we'll do. But I mean, at the same time, I I knew that Biden was not going to win Florida, not going to win Texas. I mean, it's just same. I'm actually yeah, yeah I'm very surprised uh, that he won Arizona. That's a that's a pretty interesting shift. But again, his support was soft in lots of places where he needed big. Latino turnout and again when your entire campaign hinges on telling Latinos to fuck off and go vote for Trump if they have a problem with the immigration policies of the previous administration you were um, uh, vice president of uh, you're not going to do great with Latinos and he fucking didn't win Texas he didn't win Florida 
he barely won Nevada. They haven't even called Nevada for him yet. He's right. he's only a point behind uh, Biden, which was a safe blue state. I mean, that's the, the you know, it's very telling. And I have some numbers we'll get into later, but he is on track right now. If everything shakes out the way it's going, to, it, it looks like it's going to where Biden takes Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, which are both very close. And if Trump hangs on in Pennsylvania, because he does have a big lead, even though they have a lot of mail-ins to count, yeah, Biden's going to win 270 to 268. That's that's the big fucking blowout that the Democrats <laughs> were 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 rave. I mean, fucking you know, idiots like like Jank on TYT were saying like, oh, well, I think I still think it's 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 you're out of your mind if you don't think that Biden's going to win 335 electoral votes. <laughs> it, it's it's so fucking funny and like. Th- this More actually might than me. My gosh, <laughs> this might be the best possible scenario because Trump's gone, but also all the idiots who could, who swore up and down that this would be a, you know, a, a repudiation of the left and how like you know Bur- how Biden. Do you was remember gonna... how many times Jink said with utter certainty that Trump, oh, would, resign <laughs> Trump would resign <laughs> before this day today? Yeah, I think he owes Anna like five hundred dollars because because he would keep doubling down every time like a a threshold would be hit, and he'd be like, "No, okay, but no, it's definitely going to be by this day." Like he would just keep doubling, like just total fiction, total fucking fanfic, no basis in reality. But he, the thing is, that guy with his bloated head and bloated <laughs> ego always pretends like he's got some special insight that like the rest <clears throat> of us don't get. We don't have access to like he yep. he know like listen I I've looked at this and, and I've talked to people that you can't talk to and, and I know right. I know you know this is we're gonna we're gonna be strong we're gonna be you know and <laughs> and uh, we're we're the, the home of progressives uh, with that twenty million dollars we got from that guy uh, to make sure that we don't actually say anything progressive <laughs> and he he just he doesn't know anything. He doesn't leave his bubble ever and yep. hasn't, you know, and he's blatantly anti-union trying to bust his own union. Right. Doesn't doesn't want that 20 million dollars going to, you know, pay a living wage to the people that work for him and give him that platform to be wrong all the time. So we so. know that people like him, you know, get paid to say specific things on these networks. And I was up way too late last night into this morning and there was a hilarious moment on CNN um, because their guy, that one of their pundits, um, was talking about, I think it was Wisconsin or um, Michigan, and how, you know, Trump could have won, could win. He said, um, uh, the CNN host was like, you know, what are you talking about? And then uh, the guest said, well, not any map that you would ever show on CNN or allow me to show. <laughs> Cuomo wow. was just like, did not know what the fuck to do with it. I'm assuming that guy will never, ever be on hey, again. Hey, you, let me say, if you say that again, I'm going to throw you down a flight of stairs. Like, this is, this be... But he called it. Oh, my God. So, you know, just to give a little context to what I'm talking about, and again, we'll, we will go, you know, not state by state, every state, but the interesting states that we have stories from, um, you know, that, that tell an interesting story. Uh, in So in Starr County in Texas, the most Latino county in the United States of America, it's 96% Latino. It is like on the border, on the border. It's like right on the uh, southwestern tip of Texas. So it's 96% Latino. Hillary Clinton won this county in 2016 by 60 points. You want to take a guess how many points Biden won it by? 
five points. I was going to say he, four. <laughs> he won this county 52 to 47 in the most Latino county in the fucking country. He lost 55 points from Hillary's performance in a year that Texas shifted significantly to the Democrats. Hillary wasn't even this, nearly as close to winning Texas as Biden was. What the fuck does that tell you? And what the fuck does that say about running somebody like Joe Biden, who is fucking atrocious on immigration, uh, you know, was a member of the Obama administration who literally deported the most Latinos uh, of any administration in U.S. history. Uh, and, and when he's asked about it, told a fucking Latino activist that he should just go vote for Trump if he had a question. It wasn't even like, well, you know, I, I don't like you because of this. He said, well, you know, this is this happened under the Obama administration. What is your plan to, you know, reverse some of the effects of that? And he didn't give the guy an answer like, yeah, you know, mistakes were made, but I'm going to assure like he literally was just like, oh, you should go vote for Trump. You should go vote for Trump. So well, this that's is what fucking happens now. It but was always about getting because Republicans. He's going to win and they're going to say, see, policy didn't matter. All we yep. had to do was just be the, the bare, just good enough, just yep. good enough to get in there. Right. Yeah. So this is this is why the, the the biggest reason I didn't want Joe Biden to win was that all these radical centrists are now just going to say, we don't just going to lie and take the wrong lessons. They're going to lie and pretend. Do a goddamn that, thing. There yeah. was a, a headline that, uh, you know, no, no matter how the election finally comes out. Uh, Biden has uh, gotten the mo- is the most voted for candidate in history with 69.7 million votes surpassing Obama's which is the stupidest fucking stat in the, the world the stupidest fucking metric because you know how many people were in America it lived in America in 2008 304 million you know what the US population is right now in 2020 328 million okay yeah, yeah. so no, that's it, a, a difference every of, presidential of election to 24 the million people it's like saying, oh, it was the biggest blockbuster of all time. It's like, yeah, well, you charge $20 a fucking ticket now. And 30 years ago, you could go see a matinee for a buck fifty. Yeah, when you adjust, adjust like box office numbers for inflation, like Gone with the Wind, I think, is still the most profitable. Oh, right. <laughs> like it's, it's, It made like $2.2 billion, you know, whatever it was. Um, you know, it's a bullshit. It's, it's the shit that Hillary, Hillary said that, too. She's like, I won the second most vote. She actually didn't even beat Obama in 2008's vote count uh, for total votes, but she still would say, I won the second most votes of all time. It's like, yeah, because there's way more people in the fucking world than there were for all of the other presidential elections, exactly. as will always be the they case. Just, they love to pretend that, like, we've we've been at, like, a static, you know, population yeah. for Especially if Matty Iglesias gets his way and we get a billion people in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and but again, so, and that's just a microcosm. This race could have been a blowout. It could have been this this mythical three hundred and thirty five you know electoral vote trouncing that you know uh, people like Jenk were talking about. And again, you picked the wrong fucking candidate. If Bernie Sanders was on the ticket, he absolutely would have done better than uh, probably would have out would have outpaced Hillary's plus sixty in Star County. Because we saw how well he did in states that actually had high Latino population voters. He fucking blew everybody away in the Nevada caucuses. It wasn't even close. Um, You know, you extrapolate. And the fact that he actually had an immigration policy that was just and uh, appealing to to Latino voters, you know, as opposed to. And and the whole the whole thing that everyone was like, oh, well, you can't pick Bernie because then, you know, he, he the Latinos in Florida don't like him. So he would lose Florida. 
great. So that that really worked out well for you, picking the guy, <laughs> the most fucking anti, you know, uh, South American, like he, the, the person who just shit talks socialism constantly for no reason. When it's not even brought up, would just bring up Castro and Maduro and fucking Chavez. Like he just constantly would bring it up to shit on them. And he fucking lost Florida and he lost, you know, almost and he lost Texas and he almost lost Nevada. So what like what the their strategies strategies are fucking bullshit. They have no idea what they're talking about. It's just amazing to me that they keep getting away with this shit and they're going to keep getting away with this because, like you said, even they're going to eke out a win and they're going to pretend like. It, it like oh it was all like racism's fault that Trump almost won. No, it was the fault of your shitty fucking candidate who <laughs> offered people nothing and almost lost to a president who it cannot be understated could not have done a worse job handling a global pandemic is historically unpopular in terms of approval rating. Anybody on the fucking planet could have trounced Donald Trump and Joe Biden is going to hang on by two to 22 electoral votes. Yeah, it should have been a landslide. And last night, everybody's sitting there biting our nails um, because things we, you know, expected to just, you know, go easily didn't. Um, but, you know, in my map, Florida was never really in play. Texas was no. never really in play. So I don't know why people were stressing about all that stuff because, you know, we still had a way to win. But you know, it, but the funny thing is, it could have been in play for a fucking good candidate. Both of those yeah. states were pretty close. They, they, they don't want that. They don't no, want. They don't, don't want to end up with it. with a landslide and a mandate to have to actually do shit. They want to barely get by so they can go. Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We we only just barely won. We, we can't uh, go and do a bunch of crazy stuff like uh, make sure <clears> that people don't get evicted during a pandemic that would be that or would be too radical yeah. we, we didn't get a mandate guys we can't we can't go that far we've got to just oh. you know make sure that nothing fundamentally changes and, and that's that exactly point, what they triangulate for is to just barely squeak by right and to that point um everyone on the fucking planet was like well obviously the democrats are going to retake the senate because there's a lot more republican seats than there are for democrat seats the Democrats are not going to retake the Senate. They yeah. actually might not even have a majority. They might still be if, like they have a chance at 50 50, but they still might be at in a minority 51 49 or 52 48. And that's fucking pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. If they had a fucking good again. And I know I know they don't want it, but I'm just saying if they and this is for and this is for the people that that you know, thought it was fine that Joe Biden would be fine. And, you know, oh, I supported Bernie, but I still you know, I still think Joe Biden's going to be good. This is what happens when you give into the Democratic Party and their fucking whims is that they're never going to give you somebody who actually could fucking do anything to fundamentally change anybody's material conditions. Because if you have Bernie Sanders on this ticket, he would have won fucking Texas. He would have probably won Florida. Maybe not. Florida is pretty fucking red. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, he surely would have won Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, like a lot in a lot more comfortable fashion than Biden is holding on right now. But uh, if they can eke out a win, you know, a as it is by going after Republicans and telling progressives to fuck off, that's their lesson. That's all they're going to take from this is that yeah. they can keep doing that. So that's not going to work next time, though. This was so fucking close. Like, can you imagine a, a, a less if there wasn't a, a covid pandemic, if there wasn't a global pandemic and a quarter of a million deaths in this country, Donald Trump would have run away with this election. Like, mm -hmm. look at those numbers and think about if. How many thousands of people lost loved ones because of Donald Trump's COVID response 
and what would happen if that didn't exist. He would have ran away with this fucking re-election. I mean, how could you try harder to not get real like how much harder could you possibly try than Donald Trump to not get reelected? <laughs> right, right. I mean, he's like he almost he's fucking like, did anyway. Like, I didn't even start a war. How un-American am I? <laughs> right. Oh like, man. So well, here, here's the thing. I mean, Florida yeah. just passed a statewide ballot measure for a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. So to say that that's by twenty three points, by the way, by twenty three points. Yeah, fucking. You know, Montana just legalized Trump weed. Lost. Oregon just legalized heroin and meth and meth. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Cocaine and yeah. meth. I'm not no, joking. That yeah. just literally just happened. Cocaine, meth, heroin. Um, yeah, no, they. Yeah, they decriminalized. Uh, they literally pulled a fucking uh, you know Baltimore in the wire. Like they, they fucking <laughs> just <laughs> li- all drugs are legal now. Or, you know, decriminalized. Copenhagen. So I just want to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> It was Amsterdam, I think it was the name of the... Amsterdam, that's right, yeah. Amsterdam. I mean, um, you know, after 100 years, it was like... No, dr- dude, the drugs, drugs won have big, to win eventually. Drugs won big today. New Jersey legalized pot. Uh, Oregon legal... Or, yeah, Oregon legal... There was another state that legalized pot. Like, a bunch of... St- and I'm still sitting here in the Northeast thinking, like... Arizona did recreation. Arizona. Now. Arizona. Yeah. The, Democrat, the fucking Democratic machines in New York and Connecticut are so fucking powerful that they're supposedly the two bluest states in the fucking Northeast, yet they've managed to stifle any actual good ballot measures from ever reaching the ticket. Because I guarantee you, if if legalized pot was on the ballot in New York and Connecticut and a lot of these places, it would fucking win in a landslide. Because it happens every time you put fucking pot on the ballot. (laughs) Because who doesn't like smoking weed? Republicans love smoking weed. Libertarians love smoking weed. Democrats love smoking weed. The reason why (laughs) is because, like, everyone's fine with people smoking weed. It's just they don't want a dispensary next to their house, right? Because they're like, oh, there's going to be crime. (laughs) It's going to bring crime in. Like, no, it won't. No, it won't because it's legal now. It reduces crime, actually. You literally just – I mean, the only only real complaint that I've heard when uh, Michigan legalized – recreational weed was that there was so many weed shops that opened up that it was like if you were like in a strip mall say and you had like a shared air you know heating duct system Mm -hmm. that like every fucking other business in that strip mall would just reek of marijuana so you're gonna say it was like a starbucks situation where there was just a dispensary on every corner and then you turn around and there would be another dispensary yeah i mean that 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 was they had to limit it because there was just so many of them that it's which is fine just like one every community or whatever is fine the, the only other problem with those two is that if it's still illegal federally like they can't put their money in a bank so like they yeah. literally have to have like shitloads of cash uh, uh, in the stores, which that actually would create more crime because they were constantly being broken into. Um, yeah. And I I knew a few people who uh, ran dispensaries right around that time when it when it happened, and like their creative solutions for uh, def- deterring theft were not always the best thought out because I mean they're stoned all the time, right? So <laughs> uh, story for another time though. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of like dispensaries have to keep like an armed guard, like pay an armed security guy basically to stand at the door at all times. Not not because like oh people come in and steal weed like you know like one, one random guy, but it's like no, they will literally like try to yeah. heist this place, but like like oh, point but, break I mean, style. But some um, of the places like I w- when I went out to L A. Um, when I was in L A. <laughs> last spring, there's like weed shops that look like a fucking Apple store, but for weed. 
Like it's oh, yeah. that oh, fucking yeah. posh. You know, where it's like somebody opens the door, like the whole front of the building is just like a glass wall. It's 30 feet high and everything's colorful. And it's like when you get there, someone opens the door for you and you're just like, oh, my God, this is great. It's all about the experience. Come get high. (laughs) It's going to cost you a fortune. I dream of the the day where we just have like a DoorDash app on our phone where we literally just put in like. They have it in California pretty much. Do they really? I mean, yeah, they can get it delivered door to door. That's the American dream right there. Um, <laughs> no, but so, yeah. So, you know, that one big, again, all of these progressive and leftist ballot measures fucking win huge in states where Democrats do really shitty. And again, that just tells you not that they. And again, this was like another thing that Chunk fucking tweeted. He's like, oh, well, this just proves that, you know, Joe Biden lost Florida in a state that legalized $15 minimum wage and his policy was $15 minimum wage. That just proves that Democrats suck at getting their message out. No, it fucking doesn't. It proves that people know that they're full of shit and don't want to do anything and that they're a fucking right wing party. It proves that everyone who fucking wants these policies knows that the Democrats. It's not that they are incapable of giving it to him. It's they don't want to give it to us. That's the whole fucking point. So it's going to just, you know, again, it's and again, people were like some people on fucking line were like accusing us of being politically nihilistic. How the fuck are you not politically nihilistic? What do you what do, what is the what is the fucking answer right now to fixing this disastrous fucking system that we have where everyone who has their hands on the level of pa- level bleh, levers of power is a complete fucking psychopath who doesn't care if we live or die and only serves to fucking further capital's interests. Like what is the solution right now? Because clearly we can't vote them out. Like it's not the fuck our well, system is some, not set up for that. There are some, I guess, bright spots Largely. in, in the results. <clears throat> um, you know, Corey Bush um, is going to be yeah, no, she's, she's going really good. in. Uh, Marie Newman, who was for Medicare for All, um, went against an incumbent, which was great. And, you know, I looked at some results for um, friends of mine and friends of the movement. And, you know, while they didn't win, I see some really bright spots. Um, Angelica Duenas is one. She originally ran um, as a Green Party candidate in 2018. And her first vote total was 6%. So you go, okay. Mm. But then... Tie for a green. This time around, she ran as a Democrat and, you know, she uh, came in second after the incumbent with 22,000 votes in the primary. Um, But then in the general, she got 62,000 votes. So I I think, you know, one of the lessons in this is that sometimes, you know, like Cori Bush, you have to keep running and, you know, keep increasing, you know, your brand awareness. It's really hard against an incumbent, but it's not impossible. Um, You know, she's increased her votes every single time. AOC got real lucky, you know, winning the first time out of the box. But, you know, yeah. like Harvey Milk ran four times <laughs> before he won. So. Exactly. And Paula Jean Swearingen. Paula Jean's another one that, um, you know, orig- originally against Manchin, you know, she got about 48,000 votes. And, you know, this she beat uh, <clears throat> Richard Ojeda um, in this primary. And now she was at 205,000 votes, which is solid. I mean, it, you know, she, she didn't win against... Uh, the Republican, you know, that's just the the nature of, of West Virginia. Um, but she's increasing. Yeah, fucking Mansion keeps somehow winning that state. I don't know, <laughs> fucking so, magic sauce he has. You but. know, where we may feel defeat in some of these things, I don't see that. I see, you know, improvement and gains every time and lessons just, learned. Well, that is some really good advice for Kanye West uh, today because <laughs> I, I really think that twenty. 
uh, 24 is going to be his year. <laughs> his uh, year. <laughs> such a, a crushing defeat for Kanye today to have to concede to John Delaney. Um, <laughs> but, you know, get back out there with your $1.3 billion, Kanye, because I think four more years you're, gonna, you're finally going to have that, that uh, brand recognition. <laughs> well, so it's funny. He actually tweeted a video of himself voting, and he literally only voted for himself and left the rest of the ballot blank. <laughs> In Poor guy doesn't Wyoming know anything. He's just, you remember when he said slavery was a choice? <clears throat> he's a fucking were, moron, yeah. He's an absolute, utter idiot. Uh, and one of the most egotistical people like in the history of of <laughs> music like just just to call yourself the best like i get lit, you know in like rap you brag whatever but like he literally believed he was going to win the presidency even <laughs> though he was on like maybe five states ballots in the whole country just like whoever is around him you know, stop abusing that guy stop like building him up and yeah. taking his they're, money yeah, they're bilking him for as much money as they can but just yeah like don't he has the same just, <laughs> He has the same level of political understanding as somebody like Sarah Cooper, who I don't know if you saw this fucking tweet. So Sarah Cooper is like one of the most talentless people on the planet to somehow get a multi-million dollar Netflix special for her quote unquote comedy. She's the person who literally got famous doing like lip syncs to Donald Trump speeches on TikTok. Um, She tweeted out last night, I've reached the cursing the fuck out of Joe Jorgensen phase of election night. So she's so so she's. I, I didn't even know what problem. that meant. <laughs> yeah, so J- Joe Jorgensen's vote. Like, it, it's just these people are fucking political infants. They don't understand how politics work. And then they fucking get mad at us when we tell them that they're being idiots or that they don't understand how politics work. And then they act like they're the ones that know what they're talking about and that we're the idiots because we expect our politicians to actually fucking offer us something. Like, Amy McGrath was another one. That them. campaign was setting money on fire. Yeah. Like, oh, even no, that's, if you yeah. just inform people about what's going on, like I, uh, Bernie's um, Latino National Press Secretary and uh, Chuck Roca were tweeting back and forth talking about like, you know, we told you so about Florida, like we warned you this was going to happen. And I, I res- responded to them. And I was like, you know, if only someone could have, you know, figured out that hiring uh, somebody who brags about their father being a Latin American death squad leader uh, was going to, you know, come back to haunt Joe Biden in Florida. <laughs> and somebody somebody replied to me like, what? Like, what do you, they had no clue who I was talking about. <laughs> right. Like, just completely, like, they yeah, can get away Joe with Biden. shit like that because they know that their followers have are clueless and have no <clears throat> concept of who the Contras were or any kind of history of Latin America. You know who fucking knows who the Contras were? Fucking Latin Americans know who the Contras were. The people that killed their fucking relatives are, are very aware. And this is not ancient history. This is in the fucking 80s. Like, people are very aware of who the Contras are. And this is, again, Joe Biden thought that the the great... Just because she's a Republican. Like, that's the only reason he picked her. Because she was a Republican. We're talking about Anna Navarro, the fucking moron CNN political contributor, who he picked as his... Um, Latino outreach chair, national Latino outreach chair. Her father was a fucking contra. He was a fucking member of a right wing Latin American death squad. He was in charge. Of, he was like a he was like a squadron of, leader. Yeah, yes, he was in charge of that. A fact that she brags about. Yeah, he's a fucking butcher. He's a terrorist. Like her father is a fucking right wing terrorist in Latin America. And somehow that's acceptable to Democrats because at least her daddy's not Trump. 
Well, you know, the, the, the important thing, though, is, guys, the big strategy was, you know, obviously the gamble that the, the Biden team made was, well, we got the left sewn up so we can tell them to fuck off, but we're going to get the Republican votes. We're going to get the disaffected Trump Republican votes, right? Yep. So in 2016, 90% of Republicans voted for Donald Trump, you know, which and they ran that strategy in 2016. It didn't work out well, right? So, you know, the silver lining for the Biden team is that they at least peeled off some Republican voters, right? They, there's an estimated 93% of Republicans voted for Donald Trump <laughs> this election. So they actually won less Republican votes than Hillary did with their strategy <laughs> of appealing exclusively to Republicans. It's amazing to me that Joe Biden almost lost the most winnable election of all time. It's amazing. I really don't understand how it happened. And every single demographic, every race and <clears throat> gender... Trump improved. Trump got more votes, except for white men. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the only, <laughs> the only fuck. He actually improved significantly with black uh, men and black women. Um, he, yeah, he only lost points with white men, which is yeah. the. It, it's so unbelievable. I, just, I had a headline headline here. I just pulled up. Uh, this was from May 14, twenty twenty. Not sure where this was posted. The headline is: Biden campaign doesn't consider Latinos part of their path to victory. Political mm-hmm. operatives say. So they they really? were just like we don't we don't care about them. We don't care about those people. Those are Bernie's people, and those people don't matter. You know, but they would swear up and down that you know uh, the, that. Uh, Democratic Party is the home of black voters, right? Uh, and then last night when they were going over Florida on ABC, <clears throat> the first thing that um, uh, what's his name uh, Clinton's former press secretary? Uh, no, no, not that guy. Uh, Stephanopoulos. Oh, no, Stephanopoulos. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. He's yeah. like, hey, hey, Rom, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you take on uh, <laughs> Biden tanking in Miami Dade County? Rahm Emanuel wastes no time and says. No, it's black men. Black men aren't voting for Biden. <laughs> just immediately, <laughs> just like, blame the... You know, and this is the mayor who tried to cover up the murder of Laquan McDonald, uh, who was shot 16 times for walking away from the police. Uh, tried to cover that up. So, of course, Ron would go straight to blaming black people for Biden's failure. Yeah, no, Ron Emanuel's a fucking racist monster. He always has been. He's one of the worst, I mean... One of the worst people to put a D next to the name, I think, in, in modern modern electoral history. So let's talk about where um, we are now in the states that haven't been called. Um, right now I'm looking at the map. Alaska is probably going to be the last state to be called. Um, that's going to go Trump. Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia. <clears throat> Wisconsin, they finally called for Biden, which shocked me because I had it as red and I live here. Um, it's pretty fucking close, by the way. The, yeah. the New York Times counts got it at 494, uh, excuse me, 49.4 for Biden and 48.8 for Trump with 98% of the votes in. Yep. I mean, that's pretty, fu- you know, I guess, the, you know, they looked at what's remaining, but um, yeah, that's, that's fucking insanely, that's embarrassing that he almost lost to Trump in Wisconsin and in Michigan, where the votes are 94% counted. Biden is up 90, uh, excuse me, 49.5 to 48.8. Again, less than a point. Um, but Trump Pen- is winning Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. Well, so Trump's winning Pennsylvania, and it's actually, it's getting down to the wire because 82% of the votes are in. He's up 52.6 to 46.1. That's a lot. He's up by about 300,000 votes, maybe. It's it's hard to, it's yeah, I'm, I'm I, well, not great with the quick math like that, but it's about 300,000 votes. 
Um, it, he might hang on to Pennsylvania, in which case we have that scenario we were talking about where Biden wins 270 to two, uh, 268, basically, assuming Trump hangs on to North Carolina, where he's up 50.1 to 48.7 with 95% of the vote in. And Georgia, where he's up 50.2 to 48.6 with 93% of the vote in. Um, now, the real nightmare scenario would be if somehow Trump comes back to win either Arizona or Nevada, where he's they haven't called either one yet. Arizona, uh, Fox News actually called Arizona, but no other outlet has. Which pissed uh, him off so which much, Which made Trump. him so mad, <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. Uh, Biden's up 51 to 47.6. Uh, with 86% of the vote in in Arizona and Nevada, that's a fucking nail biter. I, I, you know, that actually could swing the election to Trump. Like the 86% of the votes are counted. Biden is up 49.3 to 48.7 right now. Yeah. It, there, there, there is is a margin of 8,000 votes between them right now. So that, that is not a lock for Joe Biden. And that's probably the reason they haven't called it yet. And again, a state with an extremely high Latino population that, again, Joe Biden told to fuck off his entire campaign. So if he does lose the presidency because of Nevada's six electoral votes, not going to be our fucking fault because we told you, (laughs) you know, exactly who you should have fucking went with. And it's probably the guy who won Nevada by 30 fucking points or whatever it was. It's super close in Georgia, too, though. Like <clears throat> Trump is at 50.2 percent. Uh, Biden's at 48.6. So, you know, that should have been fairly easily Trump. And I called it as in play. I called it for Biden originally. Um, it, it, you know, it should have never been this close. Trump should have taken it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird election. I mean, across the board, and I think that was another thing that we talked about <clears throat> last week, and I've talked about for weeks is that you know, number one, the polls are almost totally useless in this election cycle. <laughs> they're they're very you know from now on. I mean, if they from don't now get on, that, I mean, no, like... look, from now on, but but especially this year because the, the mail in thing is such a variable that you really can't account for your typical you know style of polling. And actually, to that point. Um, there's a uh, Josh Jordan, a guy who who you know is big into numbers, um, ran through the 538 averages. This is Nate Silver's uh, awesome outlet that's always right about everything. <laughs> um, it, their polling averages in swing states versus how much Trump improved upon his polling numbers. So this is you know anything that's plus means Trump out beat his polling numbers by that number. Ohio plus seven, Wisconsin plus eight. Iowa plus seven, Texas plus five, Florida plus six, North Carolina plus three, Georgia plus three, Minnesota plus three, Arizona minus one. That's the only one. And that was a big surprise to me as well, Arizona. Um, so he, he was fucking, wrong about every single state. It, every single swing state. The one every that, single that Biden somehow managed to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I mean, But they're still going to look to him. Television? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you guys see him on ABC last night? No. That, like he just he looked like he'd been snorting Ajax. Like he just his eyes are all red and like like just he hadn't slept in days. And every t- time they would cut like every half an hour they would cut back to him and he was like a little bit more bald, you know. Like just just the guy looks terrible and it and you know they're like hey so uh, uh, Nate Silver what do your maps have to say and he's like oh uh, let me just click this thing and move it around and and like. 
talk about percentages and and betting pool. Nate. And like, I don't really know anything about what I'm talking about, but I'm Nate's, on TV. <laughs> Nate Silver looks like if you injected Bernie Sanders with 50 years of youth, like in exchange for his soul. Like that's what that's what fucking Nate Silver looks like. He he's got the same kind of hairline, although Bernie you know pulls it off better. But he just looks like well, Bernie's such a 78. vampire. Nate Silver is in his 30s. Like what the. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. It's 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 really it's not good. It's not not a good look. I mean, I so, feel for um, anyone right before the election and anybody who works in politics. It's just exhausting. You know, I thought I was going to care though. He doesn't. Hours. His, his life is not materially affected by the outcome of the election. Right. Right. Yeah. So he has no business being actually worried about it. <clears throat> right. And but he's he's just obsessed with his own ego, not about getting it right. If he cared about getting it right, he would get it right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that's so, not what they pay him for. They pay him to just promote a narrative that the Democrats are going to, you know, just do spectacularly because radical centrism is so popular in the heartland of America. Yeah. So, um, couple other really bad things uh, that, that <laughs> passed. I know, I know, just full, full of great news. Massachusetts fucking sh- voted down a, a, a chance to have ranked choice voting, which is. So fucking baffling to me, regardless of who you support. It's I'm sure it was a fucking propaganda campaign run by the local Democrats and all the fucking idiot liberals that live in Massachusetts voted against it. It's How the fuck confusing. do you not vote for more democracy? <laughs> How do you not vote for more democracy? Like, it's unreal. Like, no, we want our votes to count for nothing in this state. Like, if you had ranked choice voting, you literally could vote your conscience, vote for a green candidate, and still be safe if, you know, you put Biden in as your second trip. It's unbelievable to me that nobody would fuck it, that anybody would vote against that, regardless it's of who you same support. Same as them trying to crush the Working Families Party. Like, yeah. even though the, yeah. they, they, they always hang on, by end the up way. endorsing the Democrat anyway, it's still, yeah. like, enough of a threat that they're like, nope, can't have it. Yep. No, of course. And again, and <laughs> in fucking... Um, California, the, the disgusting fucking Prop 22 that Uber and Lyft uh, pushed, which was designating all um, delivery, you know, app delivery workers as independent contractors and not employees. Therefore, they don't have to give them health insurance or steady salaries or minimum wage, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That passed in a fucking that, you know, that that passed in a landslide because Uber and Lyft pumped a bunch of money so much into money. the. F- yeah. And by the way, the, and this is a Lee Fong tweet, and I didn't even know about this, but it's fucking disgusting. And I looked it up. It is true. Uber and Lyft won Prop 22 in a landslide, not only by paying California NAACP president for an endorsement that appeared in TV ads aimed at Democratic-leaning voters, but paid off Latino and Asian civil rights orgs for hyper-targeted outreach across the state. So they won because they convinced Democrats to vote to keep fucking Lyft employees as independent contractors rather than giving them the proper fucking protections of employees. Um, It's just unreal, the fucking corruption at the top levels of every Democratic organization, including orgs like the NAACP and any and like any of those groups that, you know, purport to actually, you know, fight for for, you know, uh, like minority groups interests fight completely against that. There's nothing you could say to justify supporting that fucking uh, prop, but it fucking passed by a landslide because they pumped a billion dollars into it. Which also makes you wonder how much money they stand to save by opposing it, because obviously they they plan to steal all of that money from their employees if if it's that worth, if it's worth that much to them to stop that from going through. 
Yeah, usually benefits are like 40% <clears throat> of, of what a person earns, you know, that that's how much it costs. So, I mean, yeah, of course. It's, it's just, yeah, it's atrocious. Um, I, I do. I, I'm just going through my tweets here because I saved some real fucking uh, bangers last night. Uh, this is another jank tweet before the election started. Uh, I've looked at the polls a thousand different ways, and this election is beyond over. Joe Biden has an easy path to 335, but what a lot of people aren't considering is that the polls could be wrong in Biden's direction, in which case it becomes an epic humiliation for Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm going to frame Still? that and put it on my wall. That's the st- stupidest tweet I think I've Jane ever... Jane Unger wants to be Donald Trump more than anyone in this planet. They're so similar. They're he, so he just, similar, their personalities. He can't, he can't stand... <clears throat> the the fame that he just i ha, i couldn't watch that show anymore because it was just him Same. doing impersonations of trump and shrieking at the top of his voice bad ones by the way like very yeah. bad impressions <laughs> not a good one like you notice trump doesn't ever really like raise his voice you know no, no. like if he does it's like no, very it briefly like you know like yeah and, and jenk is just he'll go on just at the top volume possible just shrieking for minutes on end it's like he's he's gonna i don't know he's gonna end up like alex jones someday it's where it's just yeah. completely unhinged um, another person who's yeah not not the similar um well so and, and another uh this is actually from jake sherman but it's I, and it, this was so funny to me last night to watch the results in these places come in amy mcgrath and jamie harrison raised a combined 199 million dollars and lost to Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham by a combined 35 points. <laughs> and wasn't McGrath Fucking, pro-Trump? She was the yeah. one who was complaining about how Mitch McConnell is is like not like, yeah, she basically was like, you know, well, you know, you, you, you're not helping Trump make America great again, basically, was her whole thing. And also, I'm a fighter pilot. That was her entire fucking campaign. So they had a Democrat got destroyed. run against Mitch McConnell from the right. Great strategy. Yeah. And again, she ran against somebody who actually was really good in the primaries, Charlie Bo- uh, Charles Charles I, Charles I think Charles, Charles Booker. Booker. I was, yeah. was convinced him with the Black Mirror creator Charlie Booker. Um, but yeah, mm. Charles Booker, um, like barely lost his primary with a lot of fucking chicanery by the Democratic Party, and he was an actual fu- and he was polling way better against Mitch McConnell and head to head, you know, uh, polling leading actually, up to the yeah. fucking primary. Are again. Our biggest fucking obstacle is the Democratic Party. They're our opposition. The Republicans are not our opposition because we never get to fucking face Republicans. Like, they, it, it really almost does not... Like, and again, this is why people are like, oh, why don't you want Biden to win? It's much harder to fucking get anything done when shitty Democrats are in power than when the Republicans are in power because it's still kind of a toss-up when the Republicans are in power and you're able to actually take them on. Well, that's and, why I kind of didn't mind the whole idea that, you know, libs were going to go back to brunch. I'm like, good, let them because they were never really on our side anyway. They were, you know, fighting for different things. So let them get out of the way. You know, we they always can, come back know. when it's time to crush the left, though. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll never not come back to crush the left. That's brunch. Brunch, brunch gets recessed for, you know. An hour. So they He'll go back to listening to NPR and Sam Harris, their favorite racist. Did you see what Sam Harris tweeted yesterday? Oh, God, no. Uh, Sam Harris, who is Bill Maher's <clears throat> favorite Islamophobe to have on, that mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. is, is partially the reason why Ben Affleck will never be invited back, uh, tweeted out, um, 
Whatever happens, can we agree that defund the police was among the most idiotic phrases ever uttered oh. in the hopes of achieving Fuck a political goal? Off. Oh, yeah, no, totally. I totally agree because, because Joe Biden lost about 20 points with black voters for talking about how much more money he wants to give to the police. So, yeah, no, defund the police. Terrible message. But the the way he off. phrases that. The, can we agree that defund the police was among the most idiotic phrases ever uttered in the hopes of achieving a political goal? He says that as though he doesn't understand that defunding police is the goal. He, he says that as though he thinks that that phrase was designed to achieve some other goal in mind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, which shows yep. just how completely out of touch he is. Well, because yep. a lot of people created these memes after that thing, you know, became um, more well known, saying, "Hey, we don't really mean we're gonna, you know, take away all this money from the police. What we're really saying is we need to reform it, you know, like trying to the whitewashing pepper it down. of the yeah, yeah. The it, it, they do this is this is liberal fucking one hundred and one CIA psyop shit. They always do this. They did this with fucking MLK. They did it with Malcolm X. They did it. They're gonna do it with Fred Hampton with this fucking movie. Probably they did it with the fucking Chicago Seven. They sanitize and liberalize radical left causes and people to make it seem like they were on the right side all the time when really they opposed the fucking (laughs) right, the right side. (laughs) Did you see that on an article about uh, the the Chicago Seven movie that Aaron Sorkin? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally like, you know, Sorkin inserted uh, Abby Hoffman's dialogue to, you know, basically endorse Joe Biden <laughs> from the, no, from the bench. Like a, Aaron Sorkin facing, I think the headline was like, Aaron Sorkin facing controversy after all seven members of the Chicago 7 endorsed Joe Biden in his new film. <laughs> I actually read an article about like all the things that are in that movie that, that never fucking happened, like uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Fred Hampton being like in the in the audience and giving He wasn't a, at the trial. No, yeah. he was never there. Like, why would you do that? That's just... I heard they also took liberties with what happened to Bobby Seale. I didn't see... And I haven't seen the film yet, but I mean, he was fucking literally tortured during that trial. They would make him sit there like with his fucking oh, yeah. mouth cut. Like, Yeah, they, they show it, but it's so abhorrent that like immediately the they they stop doing it. When in reality, he was uh-huh. he was bound and gagged for like four days. days or like four, yeah. yeah for like a week or two. Yeah, but it's in the insane. movie, like they the pretend torture. as though like it was so uh, you know awful to the for the jury to witness that like they they stopped after just a few moments. You know, so no the mo and the most offensive thing is that so I, and again I haven't seen the movie. You could tell me how accurate this is. I heard that in the movie they read out all the deaths of the American soldiers from Vietnam, right? And everyone stands up and it's like this big yeah, patriotic it's, it's moment. Yeah, it's right at the end when they're being sentenced and he's like, do you have, so, do you, are you going to apologize? And, and he's like, no, I'm going to read off the names of the people that die and everyone's like standing and applauding and the judge is like gaveling like, stop it, stop it. And the music swells so, and it's just, it's just such a fucking fantasy. And they never did what that. What he actually did... No, well, he read he read off the names of the Americans that died in Vietnam. He also read off the names of the Viet Cong that died in Vietnam, and everyone started uh, okay. booing him All and right. trying to get him out of the room. Right. So it's a complete <laughs> bastardization oh, yeah. of the actual right. truth. That was he, different from what I read, but yeah. Um, well, so, one one like other they, little bit was that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is one of the prosecuting attorneys, and they make him like oh yeah, they made him like a nice guy. Yeah, he like stands up with everyone to like respect the names of the troops, and it was like they uh-huh. he never, this guy was a bastard. Never did like, that. Such a bastard. Never did any such thing. And they even show him at the very beginning where he's like has d- doubts about the constitutionality of what they're doing, which never fucking happened mm-hmm. either. No, like to be not. a federal Total prosecutor, fantasy. he never would have been chosen to be a federal prosecutor in the first place if he wasn't vehemently. Uh, you know, hateful of communists and hippies. 
Abby Hoffman was a fucking like top tier troll and like hilarious guy who just he literally like at one point he came into the and I don't know if this was in probably not in this in this way in the movie, but he would come in wearing an American flag t uh, shirt. And I think this was a year after they had, you know, banned the use of the flag as like a, you know, a garment. And it was ripped off him. And underneath, he had painted the Viet, the Viet Cong flag on his chest. Like, like just as because he knew they would rip his shirt. Like, he was a fucking hilarious fucking dude. They didn't dude. show that um, in the movie, but they did show one time. No, they, they came in wearing judge robes. And the judge demanded they take them <laughs> off, and underneath they had police uniforms on. They, they copied us for you. Yeah, that actually a, happened. Apparently, Sorkin allowed that in his film, but like nothing about the Viet Cong. That, no, I know that's super fun. That's that's like a good, that's a good bit. Uh, that's definitely a good bit. But he, um, yeah. So they completely liberalized Abby Hoffman, who was a radical fucking anarcho communist. Um, there's actually a really good three-part uh podcast by uh dave anthony called the dollop it's like a history podcast but he did a three-parter on abby hoffman where he got into his early career in activism the trial and then his life after the trial and it's really good and informative and well sourced so that's a good listen for anyone that has like six hours to listen to his life and you know life story but yeah again this is this is what liberals do and it's not and I and again I I'm sure if I told this to like my my liberal relatives they'd be like oh well yeah but he still he still supports the right side he still supports the Chicago Seven it's like no it's so fucking insidious to trick people who don't know the story into believing that this is actually what happened because then you're completely bastardizing the fucking message that somebody like Abby Hoffman would have wanted to get out there. Like, Abby Hoffman would have fucking hated Joe Biden. Like, this is not... It, it's just, again, it's you. It, it's it's fan fiction. It's fantasy. It's it's turning, you know, <clears throat> these radical leftist revolutionaries who supported the right things when it was very unpopular to do so into your allies when you were opposing them at the time and the things they actually wanted to support. Anthony, and you're just Anthony, fucking lying about I them. Mean, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, like, don't you think it's time for another movie about slavery starring Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> It's been a couple yeah, years. Hundred percent. We, we're not up to a dozen yet. I literally like I was. I, I, I was just thinking about like the other night, like how many movies about slavery star Matthew McConaughey, and I'm like, there's like half a dozen of them. What the fuck? <laughs> like more than uh, one. More than <laughs> the man is trying so hard to save black people. Why won't you just do it? <laughs> just let him. Just let him. No. Um. I, I actually really do want to watch the uh, the John Brown because I've heard it's really good and kind of like out there and avant garde, like not. A, a typical type of seer. It's, it's not Ethan like Hawk, the typical. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's he's pretty good. So I I've heard it's like really good. Um, and you know, like it it, it looks interesting. So I'll, I'll I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll withhold judgment. John I'll, Brown I'll actually people. fucking put his money where his mouth was. Like he didn't just oh like, yeah pretend to be in favor. Like he cut people's heads off with fucking. So he cut off slave owners' heads with swords, like that. You yeah, know, <laughs> that's commitment. Fucking. It, yeah, and I and I think it's a, and it's on I think Showtime, so it's definitely like a no holds barred like look at that. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll once I actually watch, I'll you know whether I'll tell you whether or not it's actually worth Didn't seeking out. The, but the um, uh, pilot was on YouTube. I yeah, it might still be on YouTube. So yeah, yeah, see, I see if check you can find out. that. But yeah, so um, but back to this shit show of an election. Um, <laughs> uh, Doug Jones, by the way, lost his re-election bid. Um, you know, turns out when you're not running against a pedophile, it's not that easy to win a Senate seat in Alabama. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, just real, real fun. To Tommy Tuberville, by the way, uh, who is uh, political experience includes being the coach of the University of Alabama football team. Uh, so, you know, just real, real, you know, and that was actually a pretty smart move by the Republicans, not going to lie. Just like, <laughs> who's a super beloved figure in our state that for sure will win an election, regardless of whether they know anything and about what politics? what state was that again? Like, you said Alabama. Alabama, yeah. It, which is yeah. like, I, I don't know anything about sports, so I didn't know his name, but like... Say the name oh, again. Such a football, st- Tommy T- Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville. Like, was his fucking name from like the 1920s? Like what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Seriously, sounds like a fucking yeah. Not quite like a slave owner, but like a guy who certainly was like you know yeah. in the 20s. Like, like what, what you know. was Southington Willoughby busy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who owned like a like a t-shirt factory that with like horrible safety regulations right. in the 20s? They caught something. on fire and a hundred people died yeah, in right. fucking New York City. Right. Um, yeah. So just real fucking shit show across the board for the Democrats. And again, they're going to take the worst message from this possible. And, I, you know, I've really come to the realization that it's not I mean, it is the Democratic Party, but our biggest obstacle is Democratic voters because they're just so fucking brainwashed and so. And, you know, we've all experienced it. This election cycle trying to talk to them. And, and it's like talking to a brick fucking wall. And I don't think. I just think it's so ingrained. It's it's like people who are like Catholic from birth who are super, you know, who just remain like these staunch Catholics. And no matter what you say, they can't you can't shake them of their beliefs because it's literally part of their identity and part of how they yeah, identify. That and, took me a long time. I'll be honest. I mean, I was no, Catholic, and, I, yeah. and I and I get it. There's you know, there's studies on shit like this for people that leave cults and shit like it's it's a hard thing when your entire identity and your entire life is built around a belief system and believing that the world is one way and if you're told definitively with proof no this is actually how it is i get that it's very hard to break but until we break like in places like california it's you know people like oh it's such a blue state i don't understand how they they want nancy pelosi they vote for people like this this is they're our biggest fucking obstacle these people are not good like it's not i you know and again they they do support overwhelmingly leftist you know initiatives and policies but there is nothing that we're going to say that is going to break them of their belief that the democrats actually support the things that the democrats do not support as a party right but it's just hard talking to trump publicans I mean, it really is, you know, the same talking to a brick yeah, wall. But that, that's a small percentage. I mean, I mean, it's not small, but it's that's not that's a small percentage of Americans. That's like, what, 35 percent of Americans I mean, that are like hardcore right. Trump supporters. If, if Bernie can go on Fox News and get 200 people who are all, you know, Kentucky coal miners, West Virginia coal miners to uh, agree with him about any socialist right. platform and applaud him for it then it's clearly not those people that are preventing us from having Medicare for all. It's the Nancy right. Pelosi's. Um, right. and, and speaking of, of, you know, liberal narratives embracing the right, uh, I got a, a tweet here just from yesterday from uh, the aforementioned Contra Anna Navarro. Uh, tweeted <laughs> out, Joe Biden is the first Democrat in 24 years to win Arizona. I'd like to imagine it as John McCain getting the last laugh. <laughs> so <What>? I... <laughs> Yeah, no, this is the thing, because liberals love John McCain, right? Uh, even though they, they considered him to be an existential threat when he ran against Obama. So I, I just replied to her, I was like, you know, you clearly only like McCain because, like him, your father was also a war criminal. 
<laughs> and I had this conversation with, with my mom last night. I mentioned the same thing. I was like, a lot of people on TV wondered if uh, you know Arizona went blue because Trump hated McCain. And my mom, who had clearly had a, several <clears throat> drinks, was like, that's just I, one more thing I hate, hate about Trump, because John McCain was such an honorable man. And I was like, what? Oh, God. Oh, because Lord. because when 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 he was a prisoner of war, they offered to let him go, and he wouldn't do it. And I was I was like, that's like that's he was true. a war criminal, and he was there bombing civilians, and he was shot down while he was committing war crimes. That's like saying that like if you you know murdered someone and went to prison, and they offered you parole, and you said no, that somehow you're a hero now. Like no, you're still a fucking murderer. Also. Also, that's not true. That's another John McCain. Again, this is John McCain is the biggest media creation of all time. Like even pr- way pre Trump and like the thumbs down. Don, uh, John McCain constantly would tell stories about how when he was being tortured and asked for information on members of his members of his squadron in their locations. He's like, well, I gave him the names of the, the 85 Chicago Bears defensive line. And that was his big laugh line. That's not true. He gave up the names of his fucking squadron, their locations, et cetera, et cetera. And he would just lie about it constantly. Um, and I'm not saying that's wrong. Like if I was being tortured, I'd give up whatever the fuck they asked me for. But it's just he's a media creation and he did it himself. He just fucking would lie about his record all the time. He was never a moderate. You can't you can't point to any substantive thing. I mean, the, the whole corruption thing, the anti-corruption bill he was a part of. He was a part of the fucking savings and loan scandal. He literally met with the fucking regulators as a, or with with the with the with the companies that they were fucking supposed to be regulating as a senator to be like, what do you guys need from me? Like that's the, right. He was a part of the savings and loan scandal, which totally disappeared when Bush became president because it was like, well, we're not, you know, the the fucking attorney general is not going to go go after this now. He's a fucking it, his whole image is bullshit but again he just because he had one good vote in his life to spite donald trump who you know basically told him he was a fucking punk for getting captured um he literally is lionized by liberals and it's like it's so undeserved it's unbelievable he also finished by the way second to last in his class at the academy so this idea <laughs> yeah again great fucking no, pie crash six like, planes in his fucking career just like so, joe you know, biden whatever. came in the last in his class you know, oh, like these, yeah. these, are, these yeah. are the fail sons of white supremacy, and the media will do anything to elevate them. Uh, John McCain, who also called his wife a cunt on live TV, referred to uh, Vietnamese as gooks until yeah. the last years of his life still. So this is a deeply sexist, racist man, uh, you know, hated immigrants, um, you know, was more pro-war than George Bush. Like he desperately wanted us to have an, like a, another war iran he was iran. trying so hard to start a war with iran yeah, yeah. and even bush was like that's um, a bridge too far but not going that <laughs> sorry guys we already which is which is really something, we already kind of shit the bed say. a couple times i don't know if i want to do a third one no bush actually i i wouldn't i wouldn't say he got smart in his last two years in office but he got he got at least mildly like he caught on that he was clearly just a puppet of cheney and the fucking mic and he was like all right well i'm not gonna fucking let you do it to me again with iran like i you know fool me once shame on shame on me fool yeah. me twice oh and i don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you ever heard but like uh seymour hirsch uh his famous pentagon source whoever it may be uh basically said like yeah they were they were all gung-ho they were ready <clears> to pull the trigger on iran but they couldn't mm-hmm. do it without bush like he had no he, he literally stopped them and i was saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy to think that like you know that that bush 
of all people, stopped World War III? Because that would have been World War III. That would <laughs> oh, not have been 100%. like Iraq or Afghanistan. That would have been on par with attacking China or North Korea. We t- we talk about it. We talked about it earlier this year when 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 Trump assassinated Soleimani, like about how this could lead to World War Three. And luckily, it somehow tensions diffused. But fuck, that was you know the closest we've come in a long time. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing know? that diffused the tensions was all of the NATSEC people uh, who love to brag about how superior we are, realizing that Iran could land, uh, you know, satellite guided warheads within inches of of U.S. troop barracks. And chose exactly where to land them as close as possible and not kill anybody. That was when they were like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like we, yeah, we, yeah. we, hundred percent. We fucking, you know, poked the wrong hornet nest here, and we better shut the fuck up and chill out. Which is why it's hilarious when they blame Iran for like a, a random stray rockets that never hit anything. You know, flying into Israel from fucking from the West Bank. Right. They're like, oh, well, that was Iran. Like, no, they have actual fucking weapons that work. Like, I'm sure that, you know, that's, they're, that's they're not shooting bottle rockets. Prom- and we talked about this before, yeah. but you go to Google Maps and look at all of the land of Israel uh, around the Gaza Strip. There's, there's no mm-hmm. houses there. there. It's nothing but empty land. No, it's nothing. So they make it sound who like... who the fuck would live there? I mean, it's insane. Right. Like, who would love to live, you know... Right outside of a, an open air prison, essentially, it's not right. you know. And the things they fire settler, are like basically bottle rockets compared to what Israel has. Yeah. So it's, and then they just get bombed into oblivion. Yeah, yeah it's just it's another just... media creation. <clears throat> but so okay, so now I just want to go over some uh, funny polls from Fox News of all places. Well, actually, no, before that, I w- there was a really funny uh, moment le- yesterday. Uh, you know, when Trump was talking about, you know, basically th- there was that report that he would declare victory early if he was up, you know, before all the mail-ins account, which he more or less did yeah. last night. Yep. Um, Buttigieg was on The View. <laughs> and uh, this is his exact quote. President Trump can declare whatever he likes, but this is, the, this is a democratic country and we count the votes. This is not a strategy that you adopt if you think you're winning. So it's really a sign of desperation. And he would know. <laughs> he would hundred thousand percent. I mean, it's just the 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 lack of irony <laughs> is just stunning to me. It's like the worst possible person for that vehicle is literally the fucking <laughs> the little rat boy who went on TV and fucking acted as if he won Iowa before the fucking votes had been counted, and when he actually had lost Iowa, it's and, unfucking real to me. And he's, that he's admitted that in the past, like I'll just lie, like I'll lie about yeah. anything. You know. Oh, who's, Jamie Harrison said that. Jamie Harrison, who's not a fucking leftist, said that Pete Buttigieg said that to him during the DNC debates in 2017. <laughs> yep. He literally was like, well, I, I, you know, it's politics. I'll say whatever I have to to win. Like, he right. literally said that Buttigieg said that. To <laughs> and him. he still can't fucking win anything. <laughs> it's just because yeah. so he's too short. What position was he offered, you think? <laughs> oh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> secretary, uh, secretary of State? Nah, it's too big for him. Well, they, he's going to be a media darling for the Democratic Party. He's, they're not going to put him in any office. <laughs> no, he's. You know, he's set, he's set up for VP when 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 they remove Biden after a year and a half and put, put Harrison as her president, and she just gets to pick a VP that's unelected. That'll be that'll be how he re- worms his way into the. I don't know. I don't. I don't think office. they're ever going to let him in to the to the clubhouse because he's too short. The guy's just too short. He would he would never win an election on his own, hundred percent. I mean, that's you know, that's exactly right. Yeah. He, um, he, yeah. No. Um, but no. Here, uh, real quick, I want to get into the Fox News um, polls because they did <clears throat> exit polls nationally uh, about you know obviously the election itself and particular policies. So this is their 
uh, results, which I'm, I'm actually shocked they reported on air because they're terrible for them. But uh, so this is a national question. Uh, how many vote voters supporting uh, changing to a government run health care plan, which is the way it was phrased, which is a pretty right wing <laughs> framing, right? Strongly favor 39%, somewhat favor 33%, somewhat oppose 14%, strongly oppose 15%. So 72% of voters to a Fox News pollster say they favor strongly or somewhat changing to a government run healthcare plan. <laughs> Supreme Court action on Roe v. Wade. Leave as is, 71%. Overturn at 29%. Uh, U.S. gun laws should be more strict, 55%. Less strict, 12%. Keep as is, 33%. I, I actually shudder to think what less strict gun laws would look like. But um, what should happen to illegal immigrants in the U.S.? Pathway of citizenship, 72%. Deportation, 28%. It's um, insane. Yeah. Uh, how concerned about the effects of climate change? Very, 46%. Somewhat, 26%. Not two, 18%. Not at all, 10%. So, you know, 66 or 70, 73% are concerned uh, about climate change. And that's, to, again, to a Fox News pollster. Uh, increasing government spending on green and renewable energy. Somewhat, oh, okay, strongly favor 37%. Somewhat favor 33%. So that's... Uh, 70% favor spending, what was it? Government spending, increasing government spending on green and renewable energy. (laughs) Donald Trump's, (laughs) this is actually interesting. Donald Trump's approach to Russia, too tough, 4%, not enough tough, 58%, about right, 38%. (laughs) That's kind of a weird, (laughs) it's kind of a weird, um, role of government should do more, 60%, does not, does too much, 40%. Um, should do more that's insane I know I know Fox News pollster uh, requiring people to wear masks outside of their homes strongly favor 60% somewhat favor 18% somewhat oppose 10% strongly oppose 11% that 22% is way over re- representative though because I see fucking idiots all the time not wearing masks yeah. like going into st- I don't understand but um, how serious a problem is racism in the US society very 49% somewhat 29% not to 16 not at all 7% so again, like eighty uh, percent, and you and you know that like the the seven percent there that doesn't think racism is a problem is the exact same eleven percent that thinks COVID masks are necessary, and the exact yeah, oh, same 100%. 11, you know one ten percent <laughs> yeah. that thinks that climate change. It's the same ten percent of people that are awful that's, on everything. That's Trump's real fucking base, like that little right. sliver of the population. Right. Those are but people Democrats who are not. Will tell you that's half the country, and that's why they can't do anything about anything. Is well, it's not popular. It's like yes, it is. It's, yes, it is. It's just you are pretending it's not because you're beholden to the banks and big pharma and the fossil fuel companies. That's so why that Biden wouldn't oppose though, fracking. Is really why I want Biden to win, just to see them cry. <laughs> like that's all I care about at this point. I don't. I know it's not going to be that different, but I just want to see these people that have been you know, so bold and so blatant in their fucking horrible opinions and pretending like they're huge numbers, you know, with, you know, a bunch of them going out on the highway in Arizona. You know, it seems like this big show of force. In Connecticut, New York, too. They fucking did it here. I almost got caught in one the other day on the way home from work. Yeah, it's, it makes I, it I seem big, but oh, they're such God. a tiny, you know, percentage. And I, I'm sorry. I have such tiny genitalia. <laughs> I should That's be a better person. I just want the them to cry. the biggest pickup truck possible. 
Um, <laughs> and then put more giant wheels on it than than come with it initially. It's, it's yeah. like imagine foot. telling on yourself two that flags, your fucking dicks not that one small. flag but two flags. Yeah, <laughs> it can never be one flag. By the way, it's always two flags. It's always either right. the Trump flag and the American flag, the Confederate flag and the American flag, the Don't Tread on Me flag, and the like, Blue Lives it's Matter. Some flag. Com- yeah. some com- yeah, the Blue Lives Matter. Some combination of those five flags. Um, one one last poll, and this is also incredible. How serious a problem? is racism in policing very 46 percent somewhat 27 percent not to 17 not at all nine percent again nine to eleven percent always at the bottom um everyone in america agrees with us about the broadly about the shit we're talking about but neither fucking political party agrees or will represent the fucking things that we're talking about and advocating for and again, you wonder why the election is fucking down to the wire and that Joe Biden may win by two electoral votes. It's fucking unreal, the level of fucking ineptitude and corruption in the Democratic it's political Party. political nihilism right there. Yeah, and this is why people are politically nihilistic. So fuck you it's if you not... complain in our SoundCloud about us being politically nihilistic. Why the fuck aren't you nihilistic? Like, what the fuck? Like, really? Right. Well, it's, it's I, from whence come apathy. You know, if half the country doesn't vote, there's a reason for it. It's not that half the country doesn't know there's an election. Everyone knows there's an election. Yeah, yeah. It's half the country. Somebody's like, oh, shit, there was an election last week? I didn't hear about that. It's half the country looking at the options and going, fuck no, I'm not picking either one of those pieces of shit. There's nothing Mm -hmm. in it for me. Why would I waste my time? Right? Like, I don't want either one of them, you know? And then you have, you know, the, the people that gatekeep the entire process. Uh, you got John Favreau, Pod Save America, Ugh. fucking asshole. Not, not the good one, the, not the Mandalorian John Favreau, <laughs> the shitty one. Yeah. Uh, tweets out, do we have problems? Of course we do. But let's figure them out together in private. And somebody responded, <laughs> who is the we and us here? And he responds, democratic, democratic strategists and organizers, of which I am one. <laughs> Which is just such a weird way to say it. It's, just, <laughs> yes. it's like just the, the fucking is, condescension and smugness is right. off the charts at all times like, with these fucking. He, this people. is the inner circle, and I'm in it, and you're not, and I have a huge audience, and I can have Barack Obama on my podcast, and we'll all, you know, figure out what what the party is going to decide behind closed doors. You know, like By the he, way, he's never... an organizer. He's a fucking multimillionaire speechwriter from Obama's right. administration <laughs> who's an Ivy League fucking dickbag who did <laughs> like, no actual organizing in his fucking life. Have you ever been to a city council meeting where they have like a, a disagreement amongst the council and then they adjourn the council to go back into a private room where you don't get to hear uh-huh, what they uh-huh. say? And then it's yep. like, what the fuck? Why, why do we even have public hearings then if you're just going to go behind closed doors to you know figure out what you're going to do together and it's always when it's like democracy like like a really contentious issue that like the public is like very much on one side of but the the council is very Uh much opposed to and it's like how do we get our story straight here before we go out there and get harassed by people who have a legitimate grievance yeah yeah no it happens all the time it's just oh fuck well i mean you know i At this point, it does look like Biden's going to hold on barely. But I mean, this is like a fucking, you know. We'll know tonight. I mean, with we, Michigan. Yeah, we'll probably know tonight. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. If they call Michigan definitively, then we'll know because uh, that'll get him. I'm just looking at the map here. PA, they say they won't have counted till Friday. Once they call Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, he'll have 270. Yeah. Exactly. 
So assuming that North Carolina and Georgia hold on for Trump, which they look like they're going to, it'll be 270 Biden to 248 um, Trump. Uh, and then, you know, Pennsylvania may go either way. But if it goes to Trump, it'll still be 270 to 268, um, which is around like about like where we what we all were. We were, I think, you know, for, well, yeah. for most of our maps, I think, you know, I had Trump 272, I think, to two. 67 whatever it is not, I can't do math right now I'm not a math surgeon um and at one point the guy had Trump 279 to 259 winning PA but then I said PA could go either way uh it, right but I think we we all were within the spirit of the idea that these polls are fucking bullshit yeah. it's gonna be way closer than they think it is because again they neglected the fucking votes they needed to go get they don't think that they need to go get you know not even the left's votes fucking latinos votes blacks like black votes it's they don't they think they're owed the votes of everyone who's not a rich white male and that's not how fucking yeah. elections work yvette simpson that's not how elections work um on abc last night yvette simpson uh <clears throat> just flat out admitted that the joe biden campaign had no strategy to do any black <laughs> outreach they were just like why we already have those votes why would we go after them you know and yeah. it it cost them apparently at least according to Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's just, oh, fuck. Again, I don't know how you're not a nihilist at this point. Like, what? What, what, is, your, what is the fucking, like, I don't, I don't understand the thing to be excited or, like, feel good about. I just, fuck, like, it's just, it, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no, I have no well, positive message going forward. We have four years of Joe Biden, or, well, two years probably of Joe Biden, another two of Kamala Harris, hopefully not followed by another eight years of Kamala Harris, um, where the left's going to go back to – where where the, the media class of the, you know, the quote-unquote left, the centrists, we're all going to go back to sleep. We're going to be screaming into a void. You know, we're going to be telling all of all of our, our, our liberal relatives and friends and family members and coworkers and whatnot about all the fucking atrocious shit the Biden administration's doing, and they're all going to – you know, give us lip service and be like, oh, yeah, well, that's really bad. And then go back to forgetting about it 10 seconds later. So I mean, my optimism lies in the fact that we're even having a discussion about, you know, healthcare being a human right or housing being a human right. I mean, Bernie Sanders did that. He shifted the national conversation so that a majority of people are now, you know, for healthcare. No, we are. Yeah. But we're not going to get it from fucking Joe Biden. And the left does not clearly think that it's enough of a problem that they don't need to elect joe biden all the time right. people like joe biden all the time so i don't Do understand know, how we're ever going to get it yeah if the democratic party the democratic base keeps fucking saying well yeah sure that's good enough for me you know how long we've been fighting for like single-payer health care oh, since, wow. since the 1920s since medic yeah. yeah i have seen oh i should mention i've seen yeah. no, a campaign button for single-payer health care that was from the 1930s like i've i've seen it that's how, like, in yeah. person. That's how long we've been fighting this fight. And we're always going to be told now is not the time because we have to fight that much bigger problem, which is whichever Republican is in office or running, right? We can't do the things we yeah. need to do for you, but you need to wait to go to the doctor. You I don't know. I think a lot of us that, that did, you know, bite the bullet and vote for Biden will never, ever you know, do that again. We'll never ever break like that again. You know, Trump was like a, I don't know, once you in a say lifetime. That. <laughs> so you say that now, but let's it's let's revisit that. Why uh, every it, it, four it, it's, that, years? It's, it, it's been 
that's the fucking excuse they've and I'm not saying I'm not bla- and again I'm not blaming any individual who voted for Biden because I understand there are mitigating factors especially when you live in a swing state but this is the the bludgeon that the Democratic Party has used for five to seven decades now to get you to vote for their right-wing corporate candidate is that they just always claim that it's the most important election of our lifetimes and like right. you said comrade like last week or two weeks ago I can't think of a, 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 an election where there that's less important than this, where there's less on the line and less of a fundamental material difference between the two candidates and what they actually plan to deliver once right. they're president. Okay, so let's pretend that that's true, though, and this was how somehow different, and we had yeah. to elect Joe Biden, we had to stop Trump. Okay, well, now we've done that. So now we can do Medicare for all, right? That's going to be—he's oh, going to come no. out and support <laughs> Medicare for all now, right? Joe Biden— He's going to come out and support a Green New Deal now, right? Because we've beaten Trump, so now we can do all those things, right? No. Yeah. No. No. They're not going to do any of that shit. No. He 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 goes out of his way to talk about how he will never do any of those things. Every when he's not even asked about it in interviews, he is so fundamentally opposed to doing anything that would actually help people that he he makes a point to say he was not going to do those things. So. But guys, he's going to reach across the aisle, so it's fine. <laughs> Yep, and he got a whole net uh, minus 3% of the Republican votes that Hillary Clinton got in 2016. So it really, really worked out well for him. Um, oh, and I that's do- the other thing that's going to be insufferable is the people that say, well, he only won, you know, because he wasn't female. And that was why she, you know, oh, bringing God, that I shit up again. I haven't seen that yet. I'm sure that'll be, yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to real quick give a shout out to, um, it's, uh, we uh, last week, uh, Philip, Dr. Philip Lee died, who actually engineered the introduction of Medicare um, under LBJ. Uh, he died at 96. Uh, and he uh, there was a quote in the article, to, to Phil, Medicare wasn't just a big law expanding coverage. It was a vehicle to express, uh, to excuse me, to address racial and economic justice. And, you know, Medicare initially was something that was proposed by FDR. And he wanted Medicare for all back in 1930 you know, 30, whatever year he actually introduced it. I'm not sure how early into his term it was, but, you know, it was part of the the, the second, basically the second New Deal package of uh, policies that he was going to push for. And, you know, they had always envisioned Medicare as Medicare for all. It was supposed to start at 65 and then phase its way down. So, again, when you hear the Democrats talk about, well, you know, let's lower the Medicare age to 55. That was supposed to happen fucking five decades ago. So anyone who who leads with that as a policy is telling you, I understand, and I'm sure everyone who talks about these things in politics knows that. So they're not telling you that because they actually want to lower the Medicare age. They're telling you that because they know that that's a great dodge to keep pushing the ball down the road and make sure that it never happens and that the healthcare companies that contribute millions upon millions of dollars to their campaigns never go away and always have the fucking money that they want out of, you know, the American people. I mean, we got Kamala in there, right? So uh, I'm looking forward to affordable <laughs> access to my copays and deductibles. Yeah. And then her laughing about it like a fucking psychopath when somebody asks her about an interview, <sighs> why she supported Medicare for all, but then went back on it. And then, you know, it's politics. It's politics. Come on. Don't worry about it. It's politics. Ugh. Fuck, man. I have nothing. uh, Yeah. Like, just to recap. You just won't let me be optimistic. You just won't. No. No. This was was the the graveyard, right? Like, they always say the 
Democratic Party is the graveyard of social movements. Well, this was it. This was how you make sure that nothing will fundamentally change. And yep. at the same time, people will still think that somehow this was a victory <clears throat> for anyone other than, you know, Pfizer or Bain Capital. Like, that's who wins yep. every time. The military-industrial right? complex, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Capital. Well, I mean, more broadly, just capital. You think we're not going to start like bombing more countries wins. with Joe Biden? Like, that's, uh, you know, at least with... Tr- we might not find out about it for eight years, but we'll, we'll be bombing some fucking countries, yeah. you know, on the DL in yeah. Africa and fucking you know, South for, America. For all of his racism and fascism and belligerence and just everything, the last time that we didn't start a war for an entire four years was Jimmy Carter. So, yep. you know... It's, this is this is going to be, I don't know. It's just we're fucked either way. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I and I do apologize preemptively as an American to the people of Venezuela because um, it was a nice run you guys had with your president Nicolas Maduro, but with a competent fascist in the White House, you're very likely to be fucking cooed. So I, you know, and I, I'm not, I, I say this joke, but I'm not joking. Like Joe Biden is going to fucking successfully complete the coup that you know the the bumbling idiots in the Trump administration tried to tried to start basically during the Trump administration during and, and Trump's he term away from it like nothing because he didn't care as soon as it didn't work out yeah. he was just like shrug he, over he, it. He, he there was that report that he respected Maduro's toughness and he thought Juan Guaido was like a wet noodle and he thought he was like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> he literally like there were quotes like and that, and that was like the big quote from John Bolton that's supposed to be like oh well Donald Trump's horrible it's like no that actually is like <laughs> so he respected the fucking the, the 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 great fucking socialist former bus driver and organizer um for his toughness and keeping control of his country over the fucking CIA you know uh, shit stain that they tried to install oh. as like the puppet president in this election in Bolivia too it's just like only a year later they reelected <clears throat> another socialist it's just like fuck you John Bolton you're never going to win in Latin America so I wonder what secrets Trump will spill, you know, once he's out, because... Oh, once he starts Trump, TNN, Trump News Network, exactly. which he's definitely going to fucking do. <laughs> he might just buy, like, Breitbart or OAN, probably OAN, because OAN's been very, like, deferential to him, more so than Fox News. He probably is going to buy OAN and rebrand it, like, you know, like Trump, yeah, TNN. 100% we're going to find out some shit that he shouldn't be sharing. Like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It'll be it, it, it's going to be funny. The, the the funny thing is that people think that like Trump and his psychos are just going to go away now. Like he's not going to sit there and fucking like incite fucking violence from his from his, you know, whatever mansion he retreats to after this. Like it, it it's not this, this is he's never going to go. He's not going to go away until he's dead. Like he's going to be fucking with politics and with American life until he's fucking dead. And, you know, <laughs> Good luck to us, I guess. Um, so what do you think the odds are? Arrest him. <laughs> what do you think the yeah, odds right. are that uh, Biden keeps Pompeo on? <laughs> he, I, I, he, I bet you he really wants to. I think his people will talk him out of it just for the optics. But I, yeah. there will be a lot of people like Pompeo whose names we've never heard who stay on in top levels of, of mm-hmm. you know, in the top levels of the CIA, NSA, FBI. Maybe, maybe he'll uh, he'll pick uh, Bloody Gina from the CIA. Kasich's right. got go. a spot for sure. I mean, oh man, I can't. I can't wait till we get the fucking the the fucking the administrate the the actual list of the the ghouls that they put into the cabinet because uh, you know again it's just going to be 
we've gotten a preview and they were atrocious so i can only imagine once he you know whittles it down to the to the real fucking real monsters that he's gonna put in there yeah God. whoever the, well, the pentagon chooses for him <laughs> yeah so you know the one good piece of news i can leave us with um donna shalala lost her congressional seat in florida <laughs> so that's that's you know. i didn't hear that one <laughs> Yeah, no, she did. She lost to Maria Elvira Salazar, uh, who's a Republican. But, you know, to a nicer person, it couldn't have happened. One of the biggest fucking uh, just absolute like anti-Venezuela psychopaths wants to, you know, just murder every fucking Venezuelan. Um, You know, basically supported Trump's coup attempt. uh, Also super uh, pro-Israel, anti-Palestinian. Uh, and she lost. She's Debbie Wasserman Schultz's best bud down in Florida. So she lost her seat. Um, and yeah, that's that's about the only piece of good news I have. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. We're adding to the squad. That's good. Yeah, no, that's, you know, there's some, there are bright spots. But again, this is like, great. But maybe by 2075, we'll have a, a Congress of half actual you know, decent, like, leftists or left-leaning, you know, progressive voters. Just as the world uh, burns. Representatives, yeah. yeah. And by the way, the Democrats net lost seats in the House and didn't take back control of the Senate. So anyone who claims this is a victory is fucking lying to you right now. They're actually in a worse position because now we're looking at a bare, a, like a razor-thin majority in the House, which is probably going to re-elect Nancy Pelosi as the fucking speaker. And a uh, minority in the Senate again, which is probably going to elect Chuck Schumer as the minority, you know, the uh, leader of the minority in the Senate. Uh, and Joe Biden, who's going to have a great excuse to not do fucking anything for four years because he's going to claim that, you know, well, we didn't win. We don't have a mandate. We don't we don't have enough, you know. No, they're going to simultaneously claim <sighs> a mandate and not a mandate. They're going to claim a mandate for the shit they want to do. And like, Oh, yeah, no, a mandate for all the right wing shit they want to do. And yeah. then, a, yeah, and then a not a mandate for the left wing uh, things that we just just saw this uh mississippi just uh, voted to have a new flag to get rid of their confederate flag the state flag um it still says oh, in god nice. we trust on it which is like eh. mm-hmm. but it's got a it's a picture <laughs> of their state flower which is like that's like canada's got their maple about leaf it, it, it's like very yeah. you know non-aggressive <laughs> kind of a thing so good good job it's about as voters. 180 as you can go yeah. yeah no look again when you actually give people direct democracy which nobody ever fucking lets happen that people generally vote for good things but the goal of the democratic party machines and especially in strongholds like you see like in new york connecticut california you know new england parts of new england they never let that happen. So, um, you know, just keep voting for the shitty candidates they give you, though, and, you know, t- t- think the things are going to somehow change. Um, yeah, so on that note, uh, on that on that super <laughs> optimistic note, I think, I think we've uh, t- covered as much as we can. Uh, by next week, we will know definitively, and I think at this point we pretty much know definitively Joe Biden is going to eke a win out. Um, yeah, so uh, if you want to support the show, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left, um, unless you plan on talking shit in our comments, and then just, just don't bother. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, that's the place where you really can go talk shit, because the fucking uh, comments on, on Facebook are just next level insane at all times um 
I, I yeah, I don't I don't understand how we have show, so many shit libs that follow the Move Left Idiots Facebook uh, account. But I, I do assume it's, it's probably just because it's the memes. Yeah, no, it's memes. Just people follow blindly without doing any I don't research. Know if it's in, they necessarily the page. follow it. It's that we get a shitload <clears throat> of shares on some of the stuff, and it gets on well, she, a yeah, bunch maybe, of other people's timelines. Um, that's that's true. So you know, good job for uh, everyone who likes to. Yeah, share thanks out for our sharing content. it out. But <laughs> but also um, share the fucking yeah, podcast too, people. Come on. Yeah, yes, yeah. Please. Now this is. The, this is, yeah, for sure. Um, we uh, have uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash move left. Uh, merch at tinyurl.com slash move left pod. Um, LaDonna, your your GoFundMe for your healthcare expenses is on your Twitter still, right? Yep, and I have another surgery coming up in December. So whatever people can do, be helpful. Oof. Yeah, and that's and you're at polybent, P-O-L-I-B-N-T Correct. on Twitter. Yes, thank right? you. Yeah. Yep, I'm on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and I'm on Comrade. Twitter at Bike Slutty. Yeah, and we'll see you next week.
It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? 